Merry Christmas, everybody, or Happy Christmas, or Happy Hanukkah, or whatever you like to say. Welcome back to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health. For those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals, I am Shemaine Laney. I'm your host. I'm a biohacker, fitness and nutrition expert, and I'm a certified iridologist. I'm delighted to have you back with me again for another episode, which I'm going to try my best to keep it short and sweet, but there's a lot to cover, so um, I'll try my best. So happy Christmas, less than two weeks before the fat man arrives. Um, People getting excited, especially the kids, lots of treats and temptations everywhere, lots and lots of stress too. And we do remember that although Christmas is a wonderful time and people find a lot of kindness and giving and love in their heart around this time of year, Christmas is not always great for everyone. Not everyone enjoys Christmas and for many people, Christmas can be a very sad, lonely time of year. Um, so let's just remember that and try and send as much positive energy out into the world as we can today and hopefully reach those people that are a bit sadder this Christmas. So this week, we're looking at um, holiday stress revisited. So I did a poll on my Facebook page. Would people like stress or gout and stress one? But I will do the gout soon because it's definitely a season that we need to be aware of some of the stressors and driving factors behind gout. Um, So I will do that maybe next week or the week after. So when we're looking at holiday stress, I mean, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to see what's going on. People running around, um, stressing over finances, stressing that, have I got the toy that little Johnny wanted? Oh no, it's sold out. Where can I get it? I have to drive to 10 million toy shops. And oh my God, I have to spend time with people that I don't really like or family members that maybe not the nicest, but you're obligated to spend Christmas with them. Uh, We see those increases in depression, anxiety, sadness again, and then stuff we don't think about that is associated with all of this stress, like your aches and pains. You may notice a lot more aches and pains at this time of the year, not because of the cold weather, but because of all this stress along with the inflammatory food and alcohol. Um, We see a lot of sleep disruption at this time of the year, so we're going to touch on that. Um, And then, of course, another thing people don't recognize is all the stress and the running around and the madness, it can have a huge impact on your digestive health. And we know that if digestive health starts taking a hit, there is a higher likelihood for that uh, rise of autoimmune issues and Um, likelihood of illness to kick in. So all of this we need to be aware of. Um, But I don't want it all to be negative. Christmas is a wonderful time of year. Um, And we know stress is inevitable. We just want to be more aware of it so that we can take appropriate steps to help ourselves get through this season while doing as little damage to our health and body as we can, but still really enjoying ourselves. Okay, 
So first we're going to look at SAD. Don't be sad. So sad being seasonal affective disorder. And I was speaking to someone a few days ago about this, that it was about six to eight weeks ago that we started seeing that decline in sunlight throughout the day. And as we get less exposure to sunlight, then of course we get that reduction in our good feel-good hormones from the vitamin D that we derive from UV rays. And this can really play a big part in us feeling even worse over Christmas. So yeah, we do have that natural stress. But when we get the seasonal affective disorder from not getting that exposure to the sunlight and that very important sunlight hitting our super charismatic nucleus, which is the major or the main circadian clock in our body. So that's right there in our brain. And we signal that by getting sunlight through our ocular lens or through our pupils early in the day and we kind of hit that clock and say ting okay now it's time for this hormone to be released and this and this and this and it sets up that nice cycle where everything flows the way it's supposed to throughout the day to have your cortisol out when it should your serotonin comes in your melatonin gets produced you've also got your hunger your ghrelin and your leptin hormones so there's this whole cycle um, that gets triggered or pinged with that signal of sunlight hitting your super charismatic nucleus and now if you're not getting that sunlight exposure early in the day which we're not when I was bringing my son to school this morning at 8 a.m it was pitch black it like looked like nighttime um, so I'm not and we're not getting that sun exposure the way we should be doing so that's something to be aware of it can really affect us so when you can get the sunlight, do get the sunlight. I encourage my clients do not wear sunglasses for the first half of the day. Actually, there's no reason for you to wear sunglasses in the winter apart from the snow glare. But otherwise, you want to be constantly getting exposure to natural light into your eyes and on your skin as well, um, as much as possible. So um, there are some ways that you can hack and support, so high dose vitamin D is going to be very helpful. At minimum, I like to see my clients supplement with 4,000 international units of vitamin D at this time of the year. But those that are extra sensitive to depression and anxiety and seasonal affective disorder, they could even go up as far as 7,000 international units or 10,000. It's quite a lot, but we do what we have to, to pretty much survive. Um, you can also get some nice UV exposure um, if you have access to UV lamps, uh, like a Juve lamp can be very effective. You can even get the Juve Mini or the Juve Go. So you go to um, jove.com and you can get some of their little products there. You also, and I have said this to people and it's very controversial, but you can, if you feel you really need the help, go to a tanning bed or a sunbed. Um, and it's been shown that low dose exposure to a sunbed through these darker months for say three minutes, um, three to four minutes, depending on the color of your skin, two to three times a week can be great for just exposing your skin to the UV rays but also helping the skin then produce that serotonin and the cortisol and every not the cortisol the cholesterol and everything 
we need to feel good. And a lot of people will be like, oh my God, I'm so against tanning beds and cancer and this, that and the other. And I get it. I totally get it. All the studies related to skin cancer and sunbeds are the combination of exposure to sunbeds for extended periods of time. So 10 to 15 minutes per session done four, five, six, seven times a week. So a lot more than what I would recommend, but also the combination of the tanning creams and the chemicals and the toxins in them. So if you feel it's helpful, and I know it's helped a lot of people, doing the sunbed or the tanning beds, depending on what you call it, two to three times a week for three to four minutes can be very beneficial. Um, and along with your supplementation of vitamin D. And also if you're going to do tanning beds, I do encourage people to supplement with an internal um, sun protector or UV protector like krill oil, which can be very effective and goes hand in hand with vitamin D. Okay, so moving on the next we want to look at our routine like this time of the year is insane christmas plays getting teacher presents making sure you have everything in for the family got your turkey like it's just madness have i got the decorations of oh my god there's a light bulb gone on the front of the house like all just mad stuff so we want to remember our routines stick to our routines as much as we can so that we can have control over as much of our day as possible then if everything else goes to I don't want to say shit but I'll say shit if everything else goes to shit then at least you've conquered some of your day you've stuck to your walk you've got your sunlight exposure you've done your morning and evening routines maybe you've gone to the gym if you're used to going to the gym early in the day and that's what makes you feel good and you feel like you've accomplished something then keep that up as much as possible ask people for help if the kids are off school ask your husband or your significant other or family members or friends or neighbors hey can you watch the kids for an hour an hour and a half like I really need to do this and like I'll pay you back in chocolate and turkey or something like that so there's try your best to stick to things as best you can if you're used to going out in the evenings you say okay kids have to go to bed but um significant other can you put them to bed so I can at least get 20 minute walking so stick to your routines as much as possible and that leads us into our next one is don't forget about you like especially if you're a mom we're very much carers and nurturing um spirits that we want it to be perfect for everyone and Everything has to be perfect, lights up, presents wrapped, dinner made, and then we forget about ourselves and we're just exhausted and we crash and we forget like, hold on, what do I like to do? I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to read my book. Actually, I love this Christmas movie. So for me, like I love Christmas movies. I'll try to even get in a half an hour in the evening before I start my evening routine just to help me wind down. I really make sure I don't forget about myself and my needs. So I'm taking care of everyone else, I'm not forgetting about myself. So don't forget about you. Okay, so make smart choices where you can, uh, especially if you're one of my clients, you will know that you can't tolerate as much food as you used to. You just physically can't eat as much food as you used to either. So try not 
overstuff your body one because that is going to do damage to the stomach lining and the tissues um, and cause a lot of inflammation but also make smart choices that if you know you're going to your husband's Christmas party on a Friday evening and you have another party on a Saturday evening and I spoke about this and supporting or eating strategies over the holidays on last week's podcast, just be smart. Go to the Christmas party on the Friday, but maybe fast longer on the Saturday till your next meal. Just try and mitigate the damages as much as you can. Go back and listen to last week's episode about that. Um, Try not to give all control to food. So you're ever sitting in the house alone, especially in the evenings, especially at this time of year where the house is all cozy, you've got the fire on, the Christmas lights on, like that total Christmas ambiance. And all you hear is, Sarah, Sarah, I'm in the kitchen. I'm yummy and I'm sweet and I'm going to make you feel good. You know you want to eat me. And there's those Christmas cookies, fresh baked Christmas cookies in the kitchen. And they're like, Sarah, come on. One or two won't hurt. I won't tell anyone. And before you know it, you're in the kitchen with 10 cookies in your mouth or a glass of wine because Sarah, you've had a tough day. You need to relax and I can help you relax. And like you hear those voices and that's food. That food is in control. The food is talking to you. It's saying, come and eat me. You don't need me. I don't care about your health goals or your weight loss or anything. Just come and eat me. And before you know it, you've eaten half the kitchen. And like, I'm not immune to that. That does happen. But we got to try and not give food control over us and keep control over food ourselves. Um, Pick and choose your battles, like I said. Uh, If you find that you're not hungry, but the cravings are kicking in, occupy yourself another way. Go for a walk. Like the ideal time for kicking cravings and the ideal way is to go for a walk. You'll feel so much better after and motivated after. Have a cup of tea. Um, it, like Again, it depends on your day and what it looks like, but there are ways around it. If you know that you haven't been taking care of yourself as much and now you have a craving, that could be the ideal time to have that bath with some essential oils and salts and candles. So don't give away all of your control. You want to maintain some of that. Make sure that you eat plenty or stock up on plenty of green veg and proteins. So they're going to help with your metabolism. They're going to help you burn down more, burn more calories over Christmas because they're harder to digest. So we end up expending more energy, breaking them down. Make sure that you get in a lot of modbiotic foods, a lot of polyphenols. You want those antioxidants, but you also want to support the gut in that way. Like your gut is going to be under a lot of stress over the holidays. So we want to get in like our bitter tart foods, cranberries, fresh cranberries at this time of the year, amazing. Pomegranate is so good on every level from skin and hair to bone health to gut health to fat like everything you of course can do your blueberries um 
lemons, limes, dare I say red wine, but organic or biodynamic if you can get it and within reason. So make really smart choices. If you're going to a lot of family dinners and there's a lot of food around, you just load your plate up with veg and proteins and you can do a small amount of carbs if that if you want to do that. But again, it's going to be like, how many parties? How many dinners do I have to go to? Do, like, what, what are my goals? How much am I giving myself flexibility over the weekend or the holidays and so on and so on? So with that said, the modbiotics then are going to support your gut. So all your bitters, your polyphenols, anything tart, astringent, going to be great. Sour cherries, great at this time of the year. Um, what else is at this time of the year? I don't know. Um, support your liver and your kidneys as well as your gut. Because remember, your liver is helping detoxify and detoxify means to get toxins out of your body so it's like one of your major detoxification systems and it gets put under a ton of stress at this time of the year not just with the food and the alcohol but also toxic exposure from other places um like smells there's a lot of candles being burnt there's a lot of fumes out in the air there's there's a lot ex of toxic exposure happening let's just say that at this time of the year you want to support your liver because if you think your liver like it's your best friend at this time of the year so you want to be kind to it and be like hey i know i'm putting you through a lot but here i'm going to give you this as a present for the next few days to help you feel better or be your best um and then, of course, our kidneys. The liver is often talked about so much that people forget about their kidneys. Your kidneys filter about half a cup of blood every minute. And in that process, they're removing waste and um, taking out extra water to make up urine. Over the day, your kidneys filter all the blood in your body about 30 times like that's a lot like that's a lot of work for these tiny two little bean shaped organs like they're tiny and they do so much work we forget about them so again take care of your kidneys lots of water for the kidneys some good sea salt can be very helpful here cranberries munching on some cranberries is not only going to help with your gut and the vagus nerve but it's also going to help um start the digestive process but also support the kidneys so there's they're they're super little guys you can get um pure cranberry tea is a favorite of mine as well that can be very beneficial so just be kind to those guys as well um, as much as I want you to en enjoy Christmas and all the treats I do want you to implement some very healthy biohacks while you're at it so we can keep everything in balance so you have the scales and you have your Christmas treats and alcohol and Baileys and everything on one side of the scales but on the other side of the scales you've got your good routines and you've got your herbs and your spices and your supplements and your good stuff so we can keep the scales in balance um next and we're gonna leave it here well while we're looking at the digestion and the kidneys and the liver with all the madness and I did mention earlier with all the madness and running around we can be eating a lot on the run and just shoving stuff in our mouth as we 
rush out the door and this can have a big impact on your digestive health like this can really break down that intestinal lining um, and the cell wall and contribute to leaky gut contribute to inflammation of the bowels like the fall belt from your intestines right down to the colon everything can become very inflamed you can have issues absorbing proper nutrients you then can get those protein molecules getting into the bloodstream and contributing to autoimmune disease i'm not trying to scare you but this is a real thing so an easy protocol to aid in digestion and you can write this down actually i might do a post on it is Okay, so before you eat or as you're getting your meal ready, you're going to have some bitters or warm fluids 15 minutes before a meal. So like your apple cider vinegar um, or any vinegars, warm water and lemon can be very good, bone broth, miso, French onion soup without the bread on top, just a small amount, just enough to start stimulating um, the vagus nerve. So bitter acidic foods, they'll activate your vagus nerve, which starts along your tongue, which in turn stimulates the whole digestive process from stomach acids to uh, bile to enzymes, um, and also improves blood flow to the stomach. So remember that adding cold to something takes away the blood flow. Uh, so having cold drinks or ice before or with the meal can slow down the whole digestive process, whereas warm stimulates blood flow and keeps your stomach or your stomach pot um, breaking down foods properly so that you can digest and assimilate the nutrients properly with as little distress as possible like you literally don't want any gastric distress after you eat so sit down to eat don't eat on the run or while driving or standing or on the phone or talking to someone that agitates you slow down take your time eating and chew your food well people forget the whole breaking down and assimilation of food and nutrients starts in your mouth with the whole chewing process and taste buds they they're what started and people forget that Next, try to get in a zen, kind of relaxed state when eating. Remove as much stress as you can from your body and your mind and be present with your meal and the whole experience. So just really calm, slow down. Um, you can even try positive affirmations before you eat. Like you could say something like, thank you for this food. I'm going to absorb all the nutrients I need from it or make up your own affirmation. Or some people might say grace depends on the person so there's options um, and then you can also add in digestive enzymes and the likes of hydrochloric acid if you need to so that's just an e easy protocol to aid in digestion and uh, we're coming up on 22 minutes now so I'm gonna wrap this up really quick um, keep your cool and keep your cool means especially if you live in Canada at this time of the year it's bloody freezing but coldness can be very beneficial to the body coldness cold temperatures can improve cognitive performance can aid in reducing inflammation like a lot can increase metabolism can optimize um, 
muscle function but can also optimize sleep so our body not all of us but a lot of us like to be at a cooler temperature our body likes to be at a cooler temperature to get us into that good quality sleep and of course sleep is going to be very important around Christmas and keeping you in your routines trying to keep with your bed and wake times as much as possible to keep that circadian rhythm lined up the way it's supposed to be but anyway um when you go for cold walks in the evening after dinner say you bring your family catch up on some gossip do a bit of bonding with your significant other not only are you aiding in the digestion of the dinner and you're burning some calories and you're doing some good work for your cardiovascular and heart health you're also getting that cold exposure that's going to help with inflammation and boosting the metabolism a little bit more and the more you shiver the more muscles you actually work Um, but then cold exposure keep your room cooler in the evening to help with your sleep you want to get to that nice temperature before bed so you can get into that deep restorative quality sleep Um, there are some hacks to help cool yourself down like only covering um, the middle part of your body so from your torso to your shins keeping your feet out of the covers keeping your arms out of the covers there are some people that will go to extremes and they will put on damp socks during the night to pull blood flow um, out to the extremities and away from the heart so really you want your core temperature to be lower so all of this stuff so there's all these strategies and hacks and ways that you can help manage stress a little bit better I know it gets overwhelming I know you're going to get caught up in the Christmas rush and madness and forget most of this but if you can just remember a couple of these like keep into your routines make smart choices where you can um, and support your organs you'll be doing a lot better than people that are doing nothing or the time that you did nothing at all so with that said we're gonna wrap it up here have a lovely merry happy christmas stay safe stay warm i hope santa brings you everything you wanted and wished for and dreamed of and all of that i really hope everyone has a wonderful christmas um and i will chat to you guys again soon please do share with anyone that you feel may benefit from these podcasts and just help me reach the masses it helps us spread the world the word and make a real difference in the world okay bye bye and have a great week